Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Leviticus chapter 6 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. The Lord said to Moses, If anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving the neighbor about something entrusted to them or left in their care or about something stolen, or if they cheat their neighbor, or if they find lost property and lie about it, or if they swear falsely about any such sin that people may commit, when they sin in any of these ways and realize their guilt, they must return what they have stolen or taken by extortion, or what was entrusted to them, or the lost property they found, or whatever it was they swore falsely about. They must make restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner on the day they presented their guilt offering. And as a penalty, they must bring to the priest, that is, to the Lord, their guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect, and of proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for them before the Lord, and they will be forgiven for any of the things they did that made them guilty. The burnt offering. The Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations for the burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the altar, hearth throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. The priest should then put on his linen cloth with linen undergarments next to his body, and should remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off the cloth and put on others, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. The grain offering. These are the regulations for the grain offering. Aaron's son are to bring it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to take a handful of the finest flour and some olive oil together with all the incense on the grain offering and burn the memorial portion on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Aaron and his sons should eat the rest of it, but it is to be eaten without yeast in the sanctuary area. They are to eat in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their share of the food offering presented to them. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering, it is most holy. Any male descendant of Aaron may eat it. For all generations to come, it is his perpetual share of the food offering presented to the Lord. Whatever touches them will become holy. The Lord also said to Moses, This is the offering Aaron and his sons are to bring to the Lord on the day he is anointed, a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It must be prepared with oil on a griddle. Bring it well mixed and present the grain offering broken in pieces as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The son who is to succeed him as an anointed priest should prepare it. It is the Lord's perpetual share and is to be burned completely. Every grain offering of a priest should be burned completely. It must not be eaten. The sin offering. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, These are the regulations for the sin offerings. The sin offering is to be slaughtered before the Lord in the place the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers it should eat it. It is to be eaten in the sanctuary area, in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Whatever touches any of the flesh will become holy. And if any of the blood is spattered on a garment, you must wash it in the sanctuary area. The clay pot the meat is cooked in must be broken. But if it's cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be 
scoured and rinsed with water. Any male in the priest's family may eat it. It is most holy, but any sin offering whose blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place must not be eaten. It must be burnt up. This is the end of Leviticus chapter 6. So here we see more details around the burnt offering and the grain offering and the sin offering. And one of the things that really stand out is that the fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. This signifies our perpetual worship to God in our continual need to atone our sins and to reconcile ourselves to God. And once Jesus came, there was no more need for this fire because Jesus became that perpetual fire that not only symbolized the worship, but also provided the atonement uh, for us and allowed us to reconcile to God um, as long as we repent and believe in Jesus. It's it's good in, in perpetuity. And so Jesus allowed the Holy Spirit to live in us in a, in a permanent basis inside of us. So let's, let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for this miracle that you've given us. The fact that we no longer have to keep a fire burning. We don't have to do all types of offerings, grain offerings, sin offerings, burnt offerings. Lord, all we have to do is believe in your Son. All we have to do is put our faith in Jesus as our Savior and turn away from our sins and accept Him as our Savior. And Lord, with that simple act, with that act of faith, you immediately open up the heavens to us and you allow us to be in your presence. So Father God, let us realize the miracle and the gift that you have given us. Let us take advantage of this. Let us never let it go to waste. Let us not underestimate it. Lord, Father, thank you so much. We love you. We worship you. Please continue to send the Holy Spirit, Lord, to live inside of us, to dwell in us, and to allow us to be in commune with you, Father God. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this concludes today's reading and interpretation of Leviticus chapter 6. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.